Did you guys see the video? Um, someone who woke up in uh, chose violence posted a video of when the Chiefs won the Super Bowl. I think like three years ago or four years ago, and it was a video of Travis Kelsey and his girlfriend at the time. Her name is like Ka- Kayla Nicole, I think. Um, and I, I don't know if y'all saw the video, but like, you know, the, the, what it was, was like, it was after the game, you know, she runs up to him and he's like, they share this really passionate kiss. And it was like kind a of a little weirdly tonguey for TV. Yeah. It was disorienting. Cause I thought it was from the other day. I was like, no, my man got caught up. No, <laughs> I, like, I didn't look at the timestamp on it. Yeah, I was like, "Damn, that'd be crazy." He's just making out with another girl. <laughs> not, not just live TV with the Super Bowl, <laughs> millions of eyes watching your adultery. That's what but it was like, it was obvious that they like loved each other, or at least like there was passion, right? Yeah. And so, yeah. as a result, there was all these conservatives in the replies who were like, "Wow, it's almost like his current relationship is arranged. It's almost like these two were meant for each other." And it's like that, I think I got to something at the heart of the Travis Kelsey Taylor Swift thing. More than just being like a conspiracy theory, psyop thing, I think that conservatives are just kind of catty and they just like to, you know, just they, they, they like to see two people who are good matches for each other. Yeah, it's got n- yeah, nothing to do with conspiracy. They're very gossipy. I'm thinking yeah. of Trump, man. <laughs> I'm thinking of how Trump, like, basically, you know, he would have these press conferences or rallies where he would just gossip about people that he hates, you know? Yeah. Or people that he knows, you know what I mean? Yeah, they like yeah. to gossip. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. It's like the conspiracy anxiety is masking a deeper anxiety, which is, am I with the right partner? Am I exactly. with the right person? I think that's what exactly. they're worried about and deep down. And they see this and they're like, Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift is a stand-in for my crumbling relationship. <laughs> and thus, my crumbling relationship <laughs> is a psyop! <laughs> what it is is that basically conservative anxieties have all the undertones of like... I don't know, like a royal court drama yeah. from, yeah, like, yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah. from like, you know, the French, you know what I'm saying? The yes. French monarchy or some shit like that. Right. <laughs> yeah, I think right. uh, celebrities are just kind of a stand in for our own neuroses. It used to be fictional characters, but now it's just like real ass people, you know, uh-huh. and like, and especially weird in a time where everybody is kind of a celebrity, mm-hmm. yeah. you know what I mean? Because of social media and, you know building brands and your following and all this stuff and it's really a fool's errand like the 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 best place to be is to occupy a niche at the lower rungs of notoriety yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. you know yeah. what i mean and that usually means participating in the underbelly you know <laughs> being a gambler a pimp uh <laughs> you know uh, yeah, racket, some, getting into or, some sort of organized crime—that's a—that's a good level of fame to have. <laughs> yeah, where you don't have too much on you, where your life is constantly at stake, where you're paranoid, but yeah. just enough that you can make an honest living, well, a dishonest living, I guess. And yeah, I, in this case, <laughs> or uh, there are other examples more on the more honest end, like, uh, um, who has a good level of fame? I always thought that a guy, that the guy who you wanted to be was Chad Hugo from the Neptunes. Like That's a perfect of, <laughs> level of fame. Yeah. You're like Pharrell's secondhand you're his side man. Honestly probably more of the genius behind Pharrell's whole thing, but you don't have to be out there as the face of it. 
as the face of it. You sit there, you cash the same checks, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. All this stuff. You know, in a weird way, but there are like super famous people that have done well. This like Andre 3000 is very good at, despite being very famous, not being famous. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And maybe that just has to do with him like hanging out at laundromats playing the flute and like <laughs> him, tales of him being like best friends with like old 70 year old white ladies and stuff. Like if you turn your aura off, you can just. You know, you can yeah. just you, you, just be. <laughs> you could just slide into the background. It's like, um, I guess it's like, uh, God, I'm trying to, I'm forgetting that that parable of that Indian prince who leaves, yeah. you know, the, leaves the, the palace and goes among the people. You know what I mean? So it's Siddhartha, I think it is, right? Right, yeah. right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Andre thousand is Siddhartha, is what I basically said. Jean Michel Basquiat, before he died, which he died pretty young, I think he died probably his late twenties or maybe early thirties, but I think late twenties. But uh, when he was starting to take off and getting like some notoriety in the art world, which is still a pretty safe bet, honestly. If you want to be like famous without being famous, art's a pretty good profession to pick. But when he would hobnob at parties and people would be fascinated by his look because he would like, you know, he would paint in like Gucci suits and he had the dreads and all the stuff. And so he'd walk into the party like, yeah, just uh, just eternally cool. He walked to a party and somebody asked him what he did for a living and he would always say that he managed a McDonald's just to shut shut the conversation down, you know. <laughs> so, See, I, that's a good if strategy. If I was Basquiat, I would say, I'm fucking Basquiat, bro. <laughs> I'm Basquiat. Yeah, I would. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not, these dreads. Well, what do you mean? I'm not managing no fucking McDonald's, bitch. Chicken nuggets. <laughs> yeah, that's why you see this. Jay Z is going to be like copying me in twenty <laughs> years. Exactly, everyone's going to be copying me. <laughs> right, right. Uh, everybody's <laughs> going to take my uh, once in a generation art and co-opt it to the point where it becomes annoying through no fault of my own. <laughs> um. Well, speaking of a Siddhartha, of a prince among the people, did you guys see this? Um, it's like we, we feel like a, a hobby horse of this show used to be uh, perverts. Well, I say that just two weeks ago. <laughs> we had to be. <laughs> <laughs> we, had, we had an episode called Perverted Backstabbers no less than <laughs> we, two we weeks did. ago. This, <laughs> we have been known to cover perverts and backstabbers on the show. I found a guy who's in the Pervert Hall of Fame. This is crazy. Um, Penn State professor who begged cops to kill him when he was busted in bestiality case is hit with new charges of lewd acts in park. So Wait, hold up. Wait, hold up, hold up, hold up. That first part of the headline... He begged the cops to kill him. <laughs> he begged, he's like, he said, I need to die. He said, I he said I need to die. He said that like when he got caught the second time. When, when you when you say that I need to die, that's how you really know you're a pervert. Like, <laughs> like I I actually need to be free from from my compulsion. <laughs> The and there's only me. one way to achieve that to, to a be final put, end. Yeah, put down. <laughs> I, have, I have to make the obvious joke though. It was the uh, the bestiality? Was this a late relationship with a pig? No, it was, <laughs> he, was trying, <laughs> he was caught like in a bathroom like ten years ago trying to get a dog to lick his anus. Jesus man, I, I got come a on, my guy. I've got a question. That's uh, I got a number of questions actually. <laughs> but like, is there some sort of like? Worm or 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 thing in the soil in in where is Penn State Happy Valley? What is that? Where's um, that place? It's Penn State. I should know this. Penn Somebody's Sta- Penn State's not the one that's an IV. 
Penn State's the other one. Joe pa, the Joe Pa. Joe Pa. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. One of my good friends' parents parent teaches there, and I, I I'm sad that I'm blanking on this. But isn't in it any just case. called like College Station or some shit? Yes. No, that's Texas A&M, <laughs> but it's something like that. It's like College something. Uh huh. College College. I'm so dumb. Anyway, College Town. We? College Town, Pennsylvania. <laughs> College Town, PA. Yeah. So anyway, I think there's might be like some sort of like mass hysteria thing going on there. But instead of like doing whirling dervishes and stuff like that in unison, they're all doing like grossly perverted acts. <laughs> they're just, well, this is the thing. Like not, this not even perversions. Like a perversion is one thing. Like <laughs> depraved. This is evil, quite depraved. This one, evil this, acts. This one is. This one is very. De- I would say this one's almost whimsical in a way. Like this one gets very whimsical. This one is like, you know, I um one of the things you're constantly told is that like there is no such thing as human nature, right? Like mm-hmm. human nature is too it's too broad a category, too vague or opaque a concept mm-hmm. to really apply to humans because we are so varied, we start, we are so different like mm-hmm. uh for example, like wolves like when you put them in captivity wolves will develop hierarchies and for the longest time scientists thought well, i think they've they've debunked that now haven't they, they have scientists thought that like wolves had hierarchies because they observed them in captivity but in the wild they actually don't mm. so it's like right. so we've, we've just we've just attributed alpha like this this concept yeah. of, of, of domination and hierarchy yeah. upon an animal that's just chilling out in the wild Right, yeah, like every guy, to... <laughs> every guy that like looks, it, like thinks he's like really jacked, but looks insanely stupid to the point where he can't wear like a normal suit. You know what I mean? <laughs> Has been basing his whole worldview on this like faulty idea that like, oh well, in nature, yeah, there's like one that rises <laughs> to the wolf, top, and in man. actuality, nature is much more egalitarian. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah, and so it's it just begs all these other questions of like. Uh, 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 what what are these natural and unnatural impositions we put on uh, other animals on ourselves? Like, can we even really study the true nature of ourselves? Like, if we uh, are under the guiding influence of uh, of a social system like capitalism, for exist- sure. example, or even of a, a social system like communism? Like, who knows, right? Like, who even knows what true human nature is? However. It does seem. <laughs> <laughs> However, <laughs> the demarcating <Comma>. line. <laughs> it does seem that there are some people who do exhibit some very quirky and interesting signs of sexual perversion, and they have to act these out in such a way uh, as to bring great shame upon themselves, <laughs> and then and then beg for death. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is like decadence to the level of like you know a collapsing Roman Empire type of decadence. You know what I mean? Like this is how you know it is, it is Nero-esque behavior. You know, wasn't it Nero that would like? <laughs> you know, he would like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, wait to hear the details of this because his oh, his, his most recent act is even more insane than the dog licking act. Came, came out with a sequel. 
bigger and better than ever. <laughs> okay, hold on, sir. Hold on, sir. Hold on, hold on. So, so he gets caught on the hiking trail trying to fuck the dog. No, and he and, and he has topped Wait. that in terms of depravity. He has topped it. He's topped it. This one, I, this one, I think, is a victimless crime. So the dog thing. Okay, hold on, sir. Hold on, hold on, hold on, it has topped that in terms of depravity. However, you think this is a victimless <laughs> crime largely. Yes. I cannot wait to I cannot wait to hear this shit. You gotta reconcile that contradiction after I will t- I, I think it's this one's mostly a victimless crime. Okay? Because like a dog a dog doesn't really know like uh, if you if you make it lick your ass, like sh- like the dog doesn't know why that's bad, right? I mean, like yeah, like oh we're talking about consent. Dogs lick asses all the time, but normally that dog would. It was like what you were saying earlier, Terrence. Naturally, from naturally, that dog wouldn't be a dog; it would be a fucking wolf. It'd be a but wolf because it'd be a wolf. But, but it's should it be a wolf turned into a dog licking your ass and like you know what I mean? <laughs> how far they have fallen from wolves like not only do we make them like you know little 12 inch long cops like pocketbook sized but now make them cops no actually it's not a, it's not a, just being a dog is not a, it's like we have imposed so much on these poor creatures we have truly they're not they, they are pug? They're beasts, and they of, still love us unconditionally, yeah. even though we've warped them into all kinds of mutants and everything else. <laughs> they're no longer physical beasts of burden; they're like emotional, psychic beasts of burden. They either they absorb really our are. anxieties or our perversions. <laughs> they really uh. are. I think the the pug was basically invented by a god that was really paranoid, and terrified of everything, and that's yeah. why they look like that, you know? Yeah. Oh, oh man. Oh man. So what's so what's this act now? I, we'll have to know. What do you do? <laughs> Okay. <laughs> what, do, I, what do you do? You can't leave us hanging. You have to know. I, I oh my god! <laughs> Are you already tapping out, Tom? Do you not want to know? I think you want to know. This guy's the Giacomo Casanova of public indecent acts in public parks. For some reason, he has to do this in public parks and like state parks. Recreation. What does he teach at Penn State? Just out of curiosity. I think he's like a chemical engineering professor. Oh, is that a zoology professor or some shit? It would be crazy and quirky. <laughs> that makes sense, right? Like, f- when I read that, I was like, that makes total sense. If I found out he was, like, an English professor, I'd be like, okay, now we're cooking. This is very <laughs> interesting. Yeah, yo. <laughs> I want to see what he has in his diary. Probably some really <laughs> twisted macabre shit, yo. I have to know. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. An award-winning Penn State professor arrested... <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. Award winning. Award winning. <laughs> this is like okay. I, I have to say something. I have to say something. Okay. I don't care if you've won a goddamn Grammy, an Oscar, and an SB in the same year. If if you get caught trying to fuck a dog in a public park, I don't think that's you lead with award winning, bro. Like I, like that's like that comes no, second. You know what I you mean? You get to keep your awards despite I'm all not the... trying to take his accolades from him. What I am saying is that like that's not the most noteworthy thing about his life anymore. Per- Perversion would, does would, not would, strip you of your accolades, my friend. I would I would go a step further even that. I would say that 
in this case, you know, whenever like you know, um, a white dude kills like a you know a family, you know, whatever, <laughs> and they like they post it's like the meme. They post a picture of him on like a on jet, ski jet ski smiling drive. with his family, <laughs> and it's like I think this is this is equivalent. <laughs> I think this is, you're right. This is equivalent, right? If it was like a homeless guy. They would they would try to like church you know add all the details that make him look like a you're exactly right. Aaron. Well, it's it's like it's like when people talk about Gary Glitter, they don't talk about his music career first anymore. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh huh. Okay, so you're saying that like after a certain point, we can no longer separate the art from the artist. At a certain point, <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I the think, beast you know, from the bed. You, you know, you sent me that vultures review this morning, the mm. pitchfork one. Yeah, I think that is exactly the way you handle these things. Mm -hmm. I think that it got. I don't judge art based on moral grounds, political grounds, anything. Just is it good or not? Mm, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Does it slap or does it not? Well, we yeah. need to see. We need to take a look at his chemical engineering um, theories and right, right. Let's see. Let, let's see what his professional body of work <laughs> tells us about. You know, and then we can can we separate the man from the act? Yeah. Yeah. God forbid a man have hobbies. You know. Right. Like, <laughs> we're gonna find he invented like napalm or something, and then it's like yeah, okay. Right. Well. And then it's actually that's like that is like triggered his like perversions. And he's but, like, actually, I need to be put to death, not because I tried to fuck a dog, but because I invented napalm. But what if it was like, if you're a chemical engineer, so you're probably, if you're a chemical engineer, you're probably doing like one of two or three things. You're either trying to uh, create like hydrocarbons, like fuel alternatives. That's one. Two, you're trying to like make materials like plastics. Like polymers, yeah. Polymers and shit like that. Yeah. And then, like three, I guess maybe you're working in the oil industry or something, or or yeah. war weapons. Yeah, or nothing, like yeah, you're really making, like mustard gas comes, and shit. Nothing good comes from you. <laughs> that, listen, unless you're building like beautiful buildings for like multi, you know, like family housing and 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 public housing and stuff like that. Nothing good comes from an engineering degree. <laughs> no, that's true. That's true. Yo, it's, it, to think about that, we've turned certain professions and careers, which are honorable and notable, like, you know, in a vacuum, and we've just made them, like, we've made them death jobs, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah, we, we've either proletarianized jobs. them or, like, sold them out to, uh, you know, uh, just the most evil people in the world and their profit-driven motives. <laughs> and their perversions. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, an award-winning Penn State professor <laughs> arrested in a sickening bestiality case faces more charges after videos emerged of him allegedly engaged in lewd acts. There's video. Lewd acts in a park, including inserting a tree branch and a lollipop in his butt. Oh, come on, dog. <laughs> Don't you think Bro, that's... Okay, I agree with you. <laughs> that, okay, I agree with you, that is a, There's no animals involved here. That it, is a victimless crime. It's, whim it's whimsical. When the, when the tree was violated? Come on, dog. <laughs> oh, Trees man. do communicate, Aaron. This they is true. do this communicate. Is true. Yeah, this but they're, they're not our best friends. Well, I think... <laughs> I guess technically they are. If we cut them all down, we would all die. But <laughs> why'd you make them sound like those big trees in Lord of the Rings? <laughs> he said they're not our friends. <laughs> yes, he inserted an int's finger in his ass. <laughs> That is a crime. I don't like this. Wait, he he did what now? Oh, the hell, the tree. He's like he the end. Yeah, he put Mary and Pippin in 
like he put his fing- his little twig fingers up their butt and carried them to Mordor like that. <laughs> We're going oh, to his fingers. We're going to Mordor. Like how you have those little finger puppets. That's how they talked. They were like, this is how we make decisions. I am a tree. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Th- Themis Matsukas. He's Greek. This kind of makes sense. Oh, I sense. thought that was the name of the tree. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's the genus. Like, it's yeah, the genus. <laughs> yes, no. Themis Mitsukas, 64, was already facing charges of open lewdness, indecent exposure, sexual intercourse with an animal, and animal cruelty after police said he'd been seen on video involved in sexual acts with a pet collie. The oh, chemical engineering professor... Begged troopers to kill him while saying the sex acts <laughs> helped him blow off steam. I'm so sorry. It's so funny. You beg, you beg the cops to kill you. Oh, this is nuts. <laughs> I, didn't even, I didn't even see this. They included videos of the professor naked apart from a ski mask. He was totally naked. So you hap- you you just happened upon this guy in the woods with a lollipop and a tree branch in his ass, and he's wearing nothing but a balaclava. <laughs> listen, li- listen, he was captured on. <laughs> Dude, this goes. This goes crazy. My man went rampant in this state park. This story is killing me, dude. Dude, he went rampant in this state park. He went crazy. There's only three feet of difference between, like, this behavior and, like, Kanye's, like, shit. Like, I could see Kanye, like, doing that in a video or something. Yeah, he was captured on video masturbating on a picnic table in a lake at the park and and on Pennsylvania (laughs) Department of Conservation and Natural Resources vehicles. He jerked off on park tables. Vehicles. Well, technically, his tax dollars pay fund all of that shit. So you hey. can legit wherever you want to, brother. Listen, I, Aaron, you're not wrong about that. I, I can't, I can't overlook the dog stuff. That's that's that, that's not good. But listen, I mean, my man's a taxpayer. No, no harm, no foul here, in my opinion. Dude. Now, like, is he doing this in front of people? It seems yeah, is like, like, or is he just caught on a trail cam? I think it was like on a Tuesday afternoon, probably. Everybody was at work. He had the day off. He was like, "I'm gonna go jerk off on every single <laughs> on thing." Everything. <laughs> the man, the man loves nature, yo. He loves nature. That's got to be. That is some. So, like, this raises all kinds of questions, right? Like, does <laughs> truly because right, like, for him to like orgasm like more than ten times. In this, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like, did, was it the sheer thrill of being out in? <laughs> yeah, is it a void? Is it a voyeuristic <laughs> thing, or is it like some kind of um metaphysical connection with nature? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Is he so thrilled and excited to be out there that's exploding with what joy? You call out those of people, you know, like people are like, I'm a, I'm, I'm pansexual. I'm this. What, what are the people that like nature like that? Mm. Oh, uh, there is a name for it. Bisexual. Yeah, like there is a name. You know, like there's sapiosexual, like all this stuff. You know what I mean? Like, what is the? That's what. That's what's fun here. Well, this is. Let me just continue with the details here because there's several different things going on. Matsukis was also seen climbing a tree while naked and inserting a tree branch, (laughs) a tootsie pop. And the control handle of a DCNR John Deere crawler in his anus. <laughs> wait, wait, what? Wait, 
like like the joystick and a crawler <laughs> like the yes like the joy like the um gear shifter <laughs> <laughs> you imagine being the guy that operates this shit and what <laughs> Opening the paper and reading that shit. And you look at your hand, you're like, oh my god. Like, oh my god, what have I done? What has he done? What has he eaten? <laughs> oh god, dude. This uh, he man also... is the wildest motherfucker I've ever heard of. I hate the wildest story man. I've heard in a minute. He also allegedly defecated in public areas of Rothrock State Forest and in a maintenance so area. Yeah, well, he should. That's fine. Like, that's, you know, but then he smeared bodily fluids on a glass table at a lease camp. <laughs> um, this was at Alan Seeger State Park. Um, Matsukas was charged with. Okay, two- this is why you said largely a victimless crime. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Like, if you are the John Deere operator. Yes, you are. Or you, the poor bastard's got to clean this pervert shit up and shit and come up. <laughs> I know. Then, yeah, no. Um, Huntington County DA Dave Smith suggested Monday that no additional charges are expected. To my knowledge, we're satisfied that the investigation is complete. Um, <laughs> Lock of this creep up. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to actually, we're actually bringing in Professor Matt Sukas and we're going to euthanize him. <laughs> <laughs> we just decided to put him down. He is now a ward of the state, and we're gonna like you know like when you like you know you like you put down an old dog or a cat or something. They like put their paws on the little thing. They give you all these little keepsakes. They're gonna do the same thing with Matsukas. <laughs> just just get little handprints and like stuff to hang up at mm-hmm. Penn State. <laughs> Doctor Matsukas was euthanized yesterday. <laughs> he was too depraved to be alive. No, it's like when you go into the vet and like they have the like the light or the candle on. It's like the, if the light or the candle is on, that means someone is saying goodbye to their pet. So p- please respect their privacy and, and you know give them <laughs> right. silence. So it's like every university is got I because I assume that most professors are like this. Most oh, university man. professors are like this. So, like, you're going to walk into any, like, university department, and, like, if the light is on, the civil engineering professor who... Is being put down for being, t- t- being too depraved. Yeah, who went in and put the Pac-Man handles at the arcade in his ass. We had to euthanize him. <laughs> we had to. <laughs> the disgraced academic has written multiple books, published dozens of journal articles, and won at least three teaching awards, including the premier teaching award from the Penn State Engineering Alumni Society. Um, in <clears throat> okay, then we go into his previous his previous. Gave all that up for the nut, man. That's crazy. Yeah, um, you know, like you know, there is a thing like. You know, when when you're horny, you're like all your synapses short circuit. You will do anything. You'll do anything. I mean, it's just like it's a curse. It is a curse. You know, that's like we don't talk about it enough amongst ourselves. How like one day we will be free, and that day will be when we're dead. You know, which is something Professor Matsukas knew instinctively when he. When he implored the police to please kill me, I need to die. <laughs> I cannot go on let, with this. Let me read you the exact quote. This is what he said when he was arrested. I'm done. I'm dead. You don't understand. I do it to blow off steam. What do I have to do to get you to shoot me? I need to die. <laughs> Dude, this is the most, honestly, yo, I got to give it to this guy, man, because 
on some real like like um um subconscious <laughs> level, right? Like he is just doing what. Not well. I mean, I wouldn't do that, right? But remember, we were talking about whimsical activities, it's right? Whimsical. Like in an age of decadence, when people are losing their minds, instead of shooting up a mall or a movie theater, yeah. right? Yeah. Like this, this he he literally yes. is cracking and splintering, you know. <laughs> and he just like either death or you know, not, not on a picnic table, brother. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, yeah, like that's the thing. Like I would like to know what his internal. It's like there was a yes. there was an essay written in the 1970s that was very influential called What Is It Like to Be a Bat? And the premise was like humans will never know. We'll never know what it's like to be a bat. Because uh, there is this psychological gulf, right? Like we can't even understand the epistemology, the ontology of a bat. In the same That's kind why of Batman dresses up as a bat, but he the, will never be. Exactly. <laughs> He'll never be a bat. And the same kind of applies here. Because I need to know like what his internal like monologue how does he see the world like is he at the park and he's just going from like object to object like everything like a dog just, yeah just like so whimsical just like i'm gonna stick this up my ass fuck it i'm gonna stick this up my ass. Like, I'm, like i'm gonna jerk off in this like, for for like a few brief hours he was completely liberated was and free, free brother he was free brother <laughs> finally free i mean he said it himself i need to do it to blow off steam he was just it is kind of like uh, it's kind of like what's the uh, what's that quote from Fight Club Tyler Durden that all like those lame dudes used to say it's like it's only after you've lost everything that you're free to do anything. <laughs> and That's, with the dog incident, he lost anything, so now he's just wild, yeah. you know. He's <laughs> wild out. That's what the movie they need to move, make a. It's not Fight Club, it's Fuck Club. Fuck Club. And these guys just go and they just do. Victimless degenerate victimless, acts. Victimless. victimless degenerate acts. Also, I'm I'm worried about this guy though. You should not be sticking tree twigs up your butt. Like that should not does not seem my deal. No, you shouldn't be. You can you can, can catch something, brother. No, yeah. and also it's just well, just splintering splinter, and breaking exactly. off in like, your ass. <laughs> there's like there's a lot of things you can stick up your ass, and and the Don the John Deere <laughs> joystick. Like, God knows I have. <laughs> 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 Take it from an expert. Take it from an expert. But maybe, I don't know. Maybe maybe he knows something I don't. Maybe like the woody not knotted. Yeah, maybe the gnarled wood. <laughs> like maybe the grooves. Maybe like yeah, like you know what I mean. Maybe it's like a like a textured condom or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Ribbed. You're right. You know, I, I mean, this is why. Uh, you know, if he lived in a society where people weren't forced, you know, uh, coerced, you know, to do things, you know, just to survive, then, uh, and we could all be free. You know, it's like that Marx quote or whatever, you know? You, yes. What, fish for, I always fuck quotes up, man, but what, fish eight hours a day or ride a pole but even some shit like that. Yeah, 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 you know? yeah, yeah. But instead, uh, just, uh, acts of, the bestiality's not cool, <laughs> but the victimless, um, we have to give that a name, Ar Ar arboreal, arboreal sexuality, arboreal promiscuousness i don't know yeah well that's okay well this is another thing i was thinking about because that has to be an a added element here which is that like he could have stuck a tootsie roll up his ass at home you know what that's i mean true. like that's something you can do at home like a twig that might be a little more tough because maybe you're looking for like an oak or an ash or a yeah. sycamore twig you you know yeah. you, you, you god know. knows what if you put a shag bark pad <laughs> some of these not gonna end great for you <laughs> you know like this is this is I'm a naturalist in the sense that I, I can identify trees based on like how unpleasant it would be to stick one up your ass. <laughs> <laughs> <Stick up your ass. laughs> be looking at it like, no, nah, that's better right there. <laughs> For example, a beach, a beach tree is very smooth, so that might be fine. Mm, that might be okay. That might be cool. 
Oh but, man, you, nah, man. I think uh, I think this guy. Uh, I'm worried about him, man. You know, I think this is uh, a perfect story, actually, that encapsulates uh, this age of decadence that we live. You know, <laughs> <laughs> and just insanity. You know what I mean? Uh huh. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 trying to like dissect it, cause like, there's a few details, obviously, that like again, I, I can't stop thinking about, like, the John Deere gear shifter. Like, you are, like, that actually, again, that might feel fine because you're, you, you. I guess you kind of get to grind on it. Yeah, you can kind of grind on it. And does it does it move around in the joint? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, can you ride it? <laughs> Is it I, flexible? <laughs> so I like, think yeah, an I, engineer would know the answers to these things, you know? Well, I mean, that's why he had to be, he had to, you know, he had to uh, test do, them uh, out. Hands on, exactly. He, he was doing science. It was this all was for the, science. This brother. was the scientific method. He was just testing out various <laughs> anal What drugs. happens if I put this tree mark up my ass? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Now, I will say this, having made love a number of times at Fish Pond Lake in broad daylight, but <laughs> away from prying eyes, it is about one of the more freeing feelings in the it world. Is. Just it really is. It's <laughs> liberating. It really is. Fucking in the woods, shitting in the woods, yes. pissing in the woods. The pissing in the woods is a great feeling. I mean, anything to do with the woods, like, because so instincts are, well, I won't say they're good. <laughs> <laughs> This, Sometimes maybe they should be restrained, but yeah. <laughs> this does have an element of like post-industrial decay to it, though. Like it does have a Cormac McCarthy element to it. Like, oh yeah, totally. Yeah, three hundred years in the future, like the the John Deere, like the broke down, decrepit John Deere, like husks at state parks will just be occupied by various perverts. Like that's you'll be like you'll be walking along the road with your child in the post-apocalyptic landscape, and you'll open the John Deere trailer thinking you're like we'll find warmth here and there will be a pervert in there I, I, give me the skeleton of a pervert <laughs> on top of the gear on top of the gear shit. on top of the gear <laughs> he'll tumble out when you open the door Good i used Lord. to have a recurring dream that my school bus driver i won't say his name because he's in real life he's a great man but i used to have this recurring nightmare when i was a kid that my school bus driver uh popped up in my bedroom and tried to molest me like with his face painted up like a clown oh, oh my god and like in the broad at every time i would oh like god. get on the bus like i kind of look at him sideways you know what i mean <laughs> no he ain't had nothing to do with that i don't know man i i look take it from me he might have had something to do with it there's a reason you had the dream <laughs> What if wait Tom? What if what if one day you got on the bus and when the uh, the bus door is opened, like he was facing out the window, like it was like Halloween. Yeah, he turned yeah, like, towards you, cloud makeup on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, came man. by later with his kids. This might be the the most degenerate episode we've done. I, I yeah, I think so. I. Uh... Yeah, let's move on to something else. This is okay. this is, this is yeah, weighing on me spiritually. I need to wash off the the mucus and muck and slime and <laughs> and blood and guts and tree bark. I okay, guess it, it, you can feel the viscera from this story. Like you can feel you it. You can. In summary, in summary, I think this. I, and I have no idea what Professor Matsukas's family looks like, but my hunch is that he doesn't have one, and th- thus proving. Uh, uh, Woody Harrelson in True Detective Season 1's Maxim that past a certain age, a man without a family can be a bad thing. (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, look, I just I, I just looked him up on Rate My Professor, and he's got pretty good ratings on here. He's got 89%. He likes to fuck dogs, but otherwise, he's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, all the shit I don't fuck with, but otherwise, yeah. <laughs> it, look, he's, he's very, he cares about his students, and you can tell he's very invested in the course. Uh, the course was very organized. He clearly cares about his students and the topic. Um, yeah, no, I mean, 89% said they'd take his course again. Yeah, he got pretty. He got good, good marks. Someone said he's a gym. He's a what? A gym. G E M. A gym. A gym. Oh, a gym. Okay, cool. Yeah. So I mean, that's the thing, man. It's people are so the 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 so very like there's so, the spectrum of human experience, spectrum. right? There are yes. cathedrals with those of us with eyes to see. <laughs> Oh, if wow. if LeBron James suffered from the same compulsions <laughs> <laughs> and we wrote about that, do you think we would refer to him as like, you know, the greatest of all time NBA champion? Or, or do you think, like, how much do you have to achieve and succeed in life to have to not have the <laughs> depraved thing that yes. you did one time? Yeah. Be the, like the the lead. Mm-hmm. I, I think I think once um. I think it just goes back to once it doesn't matter what it's for. Um, once someone gives you a shiny medal or an award, you know, like a plaque, it doesn't matter for what. Then, then you probably achieve that status where you think you you've know, got. Yeah. I've got one depravity in the bank. I've achieved that equals now I can get to do the most weird base sexual thing that it's been on my mind. I mean, that's why you know. That's why I'm a. Striving to be successful myself, so I can engage in the most depraved acts ever, and, <laughs> and not have it erased at all from memory. You know, <laughs> man, I'm just trying to find out if he has a family. <laughs> Yo, for some reason, when you said family, that didn't even factor into my mind <laughs> that this guy had relations, <laughs> that he came from a human woman, a person. You know what I mean? That he like, like I was just this guy. He's just, like a forest uh, nymph. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, this guy's a wood sprite. <laughs> Masquerading as an engineering professor. That is true. He probably is, and they gave him a professorship. This is why you don't give professorships to wood sprites. Come on. Right. This yeah. is why you can't force the uh, the constraints of our modern world onto ancient deities, brother. Exactly. You can't yeah, give... It doesn't work. Exactly. You can't give a wood sprite tenure. Um <laughs> It's too much responsibility for them to handle. They act out in some very weird ways. (laughs) Yo, I just imagine walking past a conversation and hearing what you just said, like, as a fragment, just be like, what the fuck? Dude, well, I've... Yeah, well. Anyways, okay, let's let's go to the next topic, the next video that's emerged this week. Did you guys see the video of the police officer who... An acorn fell on his car, and he thought it was a gunshot, and so oh he did, like, God. three barrel rolls and unloaded his entire car. <laughs> uh, did you guys see that? I, uh, you talk about a man that needs to die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if anyone needs to die. <laughs> like, that's yeah. that's too, yeah, that's too dangerous. And, and that's saying something when I'm booking that with a guy that, uh, you know, molests animals. That <laughs> this guy is too just too much to live <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah um no, nothing to really say about that video i just found did he it, hit? like did anybody get hit well i'm sure it would have been no he loaded an entire clip at a guy and like missed like every <laughs> single 
He did the he did the stormtrooper trooper shit. <laughs> just let all them shot, and not a single one landed. Not a single Useless. one landed. And like it's, it's like a cartoon. The guy just shows up looking like Swiss cheese, but he's still alive and he's not hitting anyone. <laughs> like all of his holes have all of his clothes have holes, but yeah, he's not here. Right. <laughs> this is the thing. I used to live in a cabin with a tin roof, and like you'd constantly be getting well, and also. Um, the house I currently live at, there's a walnut tree. And those walnuts, dude, when they fall, will be loud as fuck. Sometimes they they'll are. fall, like, on the carport. But, like, never once have I thought that that's, like, a gunshot. And, and uh, Well, but you also weren't in Vietnam. <laughs> <laughs> so, But also, Terrence, you're not bitch-based. So, <laughs> you, you, know. you also are not a dog and have never been in Vietnam. So, just... <laughs> True. Good point. <laughs> Literally, uh, that is like not even. That's like that's like caddish behavior. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like loud noise. I'm spooked. <laughs> right. Right. But instead, right. it's the guy with the gun. <laughs> right. Um. Okay. Uh, in other videos that have thoroughly unnerved people this week, did you guys watch the John Stewart video of him talking about Joe Biden's age? I, I watched like I watched a clip of it, and I know everybody's a. Uh, been having this uh revelation once again that uh you know john stewart is a is a guy that hits at both sides but i couldn't watch it man because i felt like i would get transported to like 2006 or some <laughs> shit dude in my sister's basement watching that shit <laughs> you were afraid you'd become a liberal again <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly like i thought i'd be a liberal you know it's like videodrome but for liberals you know? yeah <laughs> well it was interesting I, I didn't watch it until just right before we started recording and and i was amazed at how tame and mild it was um and also at how like genuine he was like you know john stewart for all of his flaws can be very genuine when he and sincere when he needs to be but i guess what i just found so amazing about it was yes the freak out that it invoked that it caused on on twitter the same people and, who liked him when he was on the daily show like 20 years ago and he was making fun of george w bush the same right. people who went on his show are yeah. now saying that but yeah it's continued terrorism. it's well, just funny you know? you're right like because like during the obama years he would he would be very critical of obama and um but it is it is just a very uh it's just very indicative i guess of the kind of corner the libs have painted themselves into where it's like this truly is as you know john stewart points out like you know the barbarians are at the gate et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. um but like i don't know i, I even read an article by what was it um not thomas friedman who's the other guy at the new york times uh krugman mm. um <laughs> who i think the gist of it was um why i am now deeply worried for america and uh oh, he's only now deeply worried <laughs> Yeah, and welcome it, to the club, motherfucker. But why, why, why is it? Why is why is he deeply worried? Is he coming around to John Stewart's way of thinking? No, the opposite. He is saying that like uh, it doesn't matter about Biden's age. It doesn't matter if the special counsel didn't decide to prosecute him because he's an elderly and feebled man. None of this matters. The only thing that matters is beating Trump, et cetera, et cetera. You know what I mean? It's just like a. It just yeah. gets at something. <clears throat> When we started recording this, I'm glad I opened with the perversion, the sexual perversion acts, because like I was in a really, I have been in a very dark place the last few days, and um, 
part of the reason why is like the endless recursion of everything with increasingly higher stakes every time. So it's yeah. like you open up, you, you log on, right? Uh, Louisiana wetlands are on the verge of collapse. The Amok, you know, climate stream in the West Coast is on the verge of collapse. Uh, everything is filled with either microplastics or lead. Um, you see a snuff film. You see a video of IDF soldiers like celebrating in a Palestinian's home. You see what I can't even bring myself to watch anymore. This this one is the one type of video that I I just cannot numb myself and desensitize myself to. But the press conference videos with like Matthew Miller oh, yeah. and John Kirby. They my teeth. I've noticed that I've been grinding. Yes. like sub, like subconsciously without thinking about it. I I can't do it anymore because I feel like I'm going to burst the fucking blood vessel, dude. I, just, I, want, yeah. to, I, I want to tell you guys something. I want to scalp both of those motherfuckers. <laughs> like, I'm telling you, like, I want to hold them down by the hair of the head and cut the top of their head, heads off. <laughs> and then hold it up for Aldo, Aldo Rain style. You know? it, might be too <laughs> it might be too kind. It, it might, might, it might be, be too kind. We should at kind. least put the, you know, do the Nazi, the swastika on their forehead. Like, yeah. No yeah. If well, you've sit out here and you've, you've yeah. parroted these like Zionist talking points and stuff like you need to be marked somehow. Yeah. You, you are, you are, you are carrying water for a genocide is what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. And, it's, it's just insane. Well, and the, again, the endless recursion of it, the immovability of those, I, I don't know why the press conference videos are the are the ones that like really just get under my skin so fucking because bad. Because you know that you're looking, I mean, at least for me, like I know this is a person, right? Like a human being, scientifically speaking, with a heart, you know, with a brain, you know, like two sets, four sets of limbs, all that shit. But <laughs> with two stomachs and two, two and, stutters, <laughs> three hearts, <and laughs> horns, a human. Four titties. <laughs> yeah. What did he say? Go around the body? Some kind of endocrine <laughs> system that's never been seen on this side of the galaxy. <laughs> Maybe a bit of camouflage. But no, seriously, they're fucking aliens, yo. They don't seem like people. It's just hard to comprehend how you can just sit up there and say that shit, you know, and spout that shit. I don't know, man. No, I think I, you're I think what it is is like what makes it so frustrating is the you know, surprisingly like the press corps, the reporters in these press conferences. Are very good. They they very they or not. I'm sure there are some that are probably Fox News reporters and they're sent in. But a lot of the ones that come across my feed are very good, and like they very carefully and thoughtfully and thoroughly like dissect all of the various inconsistencies and contradictions in these statements of the United States and point them out, and it just goes nowhere. It just yeah. th nothing happens. They just say the same yeah. three sentences. They just stonewall the, especially the Matthew Miller guy. Like he'll like grin and almost kind of get like a certain kind of thrill out of it. It's like, almost manic. But you, you, Terrence, can I just say that's a really good point because this is an example of journalism doing what it's supposed to be doing. Yeah, and you expect a result out of that that they're cornered and they're going to have to admit to something, right? Yeah. Um. um the 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 uh, Biden representatives, but. They don't. So it makes it disorienting, not even disillusioning, but almost disorienting, you know? Yeah, you're exactly right, because, like, ostensibly, you would think that if the press and, and these institutions functioned, not even the institution, but the dynamic, the basic mm. dynamic at the heart of what they consider to be the de democratic project, if that dynamic functioned properly, yes, they would point these out. 
the person being asked the question would be on their heels. They would have to account for it. But that's not what hap is happening here. There's just some fundamental breakdown, some systemic like rupture or like short circuiting that occurs where they just cannot, they either will not or cannot account for any of it in a way that makes sense. Sometimes you get some very bizarre results. Like, did you guys see this week John Kirby basically saying that the IDF was a more careful and better military than America's military? Hey, John, thanks. Uh, I just want to circle back to uh, my colleague, I think it was Nadia, asked a few minutes ago uh, about the civilian casualties, and you said Israel has been receptive to our concerns. And for months, we have heard people at that podium talk about the civilian death toll was too high. It was too high 5,000, 10,000, 15,000. Around 28,000 people have been killed. What does the White House base the assessment that Israel is receptive to its concerns? As I said, we have seen them take actions, sometimes actions that, that even I'm not sure our own military would take. Did y'all see Bro, that? This is, a rear, this is a rear admiral saying that. John, was John Kirby a rear, rear admiral? Yeah, he was a rear admiral. I can't even say that. John, a rear admiral. Rural admiral. They should just make it one word. Radmiral. That, that's it. You're right. That is insane, Tom. A former military man saying that IDF has a better military than the United States. Something is going on here. Right? Like, cause like, they objectively is, do not have a better military than the United States. Like These guys... I'm, <laughs> These guys, like, if you remember that movie Taken, Liam Neeson? Of course oh, yeah. you have. I mean, you've probably seen yeah. it 300 times. Like, these IDF guys look like that guy with the really, like, kind of uh, perverted facial hair that mm. uh, guard the sheik that buys his daughter <laughs> into slavery. Mm -hmm. All these motherfuckers running around, like, epically shaving with, like, a, you know, like a big knife and all that kind of stuff and yeah. smoking, like, Cuban cigars and stuff. I'm going to be honest with you. I think God would forgive you if we just murdered all those guys. <laughs> I think it's like morally reprehensible. You know, uh, was it Canada Bill Jones that said it's immoral to let a sucker keep his money? It's also immoral to let an IDF soldier keep their life. That's <laughs> true. Unless, unless their disability check is causing mass drag on the Israeli economy. <laughs> <laughs> but, but but also too, I mean, like he's also saying this about like an army that routinely what staffs like nineteen year olds as like colonels and shit like that. <laughs> this is not a serious fucking army. It's not a serious army. No. Deep deeply in serious army. This is the Potemkin village of militaries and you're saying this is the most <laughs> this is so weird. It's so fucking weird, man. All of yeah. Well this that's this is what gets at the weirdness because there was a sort of brief controversy this week over I don't even know who once again, as a Twitter discourse, you don't really know where they originate sometimes. You know they're somewhere back there in the ether. But, like, by the time it's gotten to you, the argument and the discourse has become so, like, mangled and, you know, tacked on to all these other things. Like, it's just like a big fucking wad of, like, bubble gum. And, it's like roadkill, basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just looking at bloody guts and yes. shit. Yeah, like roadkill that's been run over, like, 300 times. Yes. <laughs> like, but, like... I saw inklings of, of a discourse around, like, someone had written an article about what explains Biden's allegiance 
to Israel is the fact that his some of his he has uh, X Y Z amount of Jewish donors and all this other stuff. And people were saying like, no, wasn't this his re- father wasn't his father from Israel too? Didn't he, he say that? His point? father was in it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my dad, my, my dad, uh, <laughs> absconded to Israel <laughs> after the you know um, fought the Egyptians. <laughs> <laughs> The discourse around this was that, like, it kind of reproduces some, like, anti-Semitic tropes. And I kind yeah. of agree, like, who knows, right? If he's got XYZ number of Jewish donors, that doesn't axiomatically mean they support Israel, even though they probably do. Yeah. Even, and that also doesn't mean that he, that's the reason he is um, wedded to Israel. Mm-hmm. However, well, I That's what th- this is all supposed to do, too, right? This is all supposed to engender anti-Semitism. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like yeah. that's why. So that so that's the lifeblood this whole fucking genocidal project runs on. So if they can engender that, they can always have something to point to. Yeah. So like, yeah. You know, I do think you're right. I do think the extent to which that has not been abs- fully absorbed by a lot of people is kind of astonishing. Like, I think that's a great point. Like, I don't think people have fully internalized, like, fully absorbed that basic fact that the main goal, the main like a uh, mission raison d'etre, d'etre. Ra- raison, somebody but, somebody somebody in the comments on patreon said yeah raisin ra- yeah i can't do it raisin they ta- yeah they, they told us the thing I they told us the right yeah, pronunciation yeah, yeah. i'm still but, gonna say raison d'etre yeah the raison d'etre of a lot of these hasbrous accounts and proxy institutions in the united states is quite literally to foster anti-semitism like that is the point yeah israel is the biggest exporter of anti-semitism in the world (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. like i mean i mean i mentioned that last week but if you look at theodore herzl's letters to the to the mayor of god at the time he's he's tried i mean it's not meaningfully different from protocols of the elders of zion yeah, but he's 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 saying this as a good thing, like a net positive for the Palestinian people. Oh well, I I read this article in the New York Times today. California's push for ethnic studies runs into the Israel Hamas war. The state's high school students will be required to take the subject, but some object to how the discipline addresses the Israeli-Palestinian conflict. So, like, they basically say that it's anti-Semitic to say that Palestine was colonized after world war ii and that the nakba <sighs> happened basically yeah it's, it's anti-semitic that the nakba happened but then they said Brother. like then they said that like it's also anti-semitic that they don't teach zionist um uh text and it's like do you really want them to like i mean that the zionist texts literally say that they colonize they would only like, confirm it would only prove you <laughs> wrong you know what i mean like right, okay right. actually we should do that then you know Yo, yeah. that that's that's actually what amazes me dog is that like whether it's you know uh, uh, Zionists themselves, or well, I mean I guess like if you're support if you're supporting someone who's a Zionist or advocating for you are a Zionist yourself as well, but it's just like they act like you can't just I've mentioned this before you can't just look up on your phone you know what I mean mm-hmm. like what Theodore Herzl himself has said well yeah. what, what what they're banking just, on is this post Trump era where like I can read the fact myself but like it doesn't matter yeah. Yeah, because right. all you have to do is say louder than me that I'm wrong or or or, exactly. or whatever, you know. And it's just like they're just ca- they're, what they're trying to do is just capitalize on a moment where up is down, down is up to just rewrite their history in such a way that it's not so uh, that or 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 in some cases I see they just 
plow through it and just don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, they just don't give a, Yeah, they're like, we need, actually, we need a second Nakba to happen. We need to complete what the first one, you know, set out to do. That was part of what was so insane about the the um, the raid on Rafa during the Super Bowl. I think like something like 60 or 70, I'm sure the death toll has gone up by this point. Palestinians were killed in this and two hostages were rescued. And I saw people like online saying that like um they 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 were genuinely mad that people had pointed out that like 90 Palestinians had been killed in this. They were like, "But we got two hostages back." And it like perfectly demonstrated like the calculus of how like, devalued Dude, yeah. like yeah. literally that that I mean literally that one Israeli life, right, is worth a hundred Palestinian lives. It's right? fucking insane. You know what I mean? That's just like and, and they don't view that wow, as any man. sort of like well, of course, right? I know they expect all of us to go along with that. Dude, I know. dude, that's dude, that's that's why I mean people have pointed this out before, right? But that's why all of this Hasbara shit, like all of the stuff that's like like obviously for American audiences, it's like, yo, do you realize like how depraved and psychotic you sound like you don't they don't at all you know it's like what do you what do you what do you mean that this was our land and what do you mean the children as well are responsible the children are every palestinian it's just like do you understand that when you say that and i mean i'm saying this from america right the belly of the beast right you know uh, most racist country in the world but it's just like even to americans right i think that if i can say i think that sounds like insane you know it sounds ridiculous man well yeah i mean more than half americans support you know ceasefire and exactly. support palestinians and things so it's like you know yeah i think i guess the reason why i'm like i don't really think that we can even fully fathom the scale of how bad it is like truly like the um the famine for example like the mass hunger like <clears throat> there's like the their raid on this nasser medical center this morning it was one of the last hospitals left in the entire gaza strip do people not realize that the entire fucking area one of the last hospitals left by the way this happened like the day after some protesters walked by mount sinai hospital in like what was it toronto or something like that he's like you know what i mean like Justin Trudeau like uh, made a tweet about how disrespectful this was and how hospitals are places for healing and everything. This happens literally like the same day that Israel raids another hospital and basically raises it to the ground. I mean, I don't know. A hospital. Hosp- I mean, I'm I'm just shaking my head and just speechless. I mean, I, I don't know. A hospital, man. It's just damn. <laughs> like what they're they're doing. This is like they're doing. They're doing the. Eric Andre Hannibal Burris uh, gunshot meme, but war. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. yeah, why would Hamas do this? Like we killed, we just killed, yeah, hundreds of people in this right, whatever. Yo, why would Hamas do this? Why would Hamas? Yeah, you know, it's it's so fucking mad. Why would Hamas <laughs> build tunnels under under a kindergarten, under an orphanage, under a hospital, right? Yeah. You know, under a baby formula factory. I mean, just all of these. I mean, it's almost if it wasn't. <clears throat> If it wasn't so grave, it would it would be like like absurdly like satirical almost, you know? It's just yeah. it's insane. Well, and I think that like <sighs> I guess that kind of gets at the insanity or inanity, absurdity of the press conferences. Because I mean, I don't do y'all remember like just two months ago, one of those fucking Vox morons was like, Liberal Zionism is back in a big yeah. way. It's coming back. Like, like praising it. 
Like, yeah, basically just like saying like this, this, which, which was a, when a nothing hilarious. Nothing can be further from the truth. <laughs> exactly. It's a hilarious take to say. It's just like of all the ones on the table, of all the worldviews and like ideologies on the table, that's now the one. Now it's liberal Zionism's time to shine again. It's, yeah, it's fucking done, son. <laughs> it's done, yeah. brother. If anything, uh, I think this this what's happening right now is proof that it's done. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what's well, it's 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 collapsed the distance between the libs and the conservatives on some of these. Uh, I don't know, like attempts to manage various contradictions, um, so that like you do have. And we've pointed it out before, and it, it feels trite, but it's hard to like really convey the sort of severity of it and the urgency of it. But, like, truly, the libs have just stepped in as the fascists. Yeah. And and so that's the thing. It's like reading, like, Krugman, right? Like, why I'm afraid for American democracy. And like, we're going to let Joe Biden's um, declining cognition and the Israeli-Hamas quote-unquote conflict get in the way of of the most important election of our lifetimes and allowing Donald Trump to destroy democracy. And it's like, it looks like it's already destroyed, brother. It's yeah, fucking yeah, done. It, like the fact that, the fact that you are, you are uh, uh, advocating for a corpse, right? Like a near corpse, right? Like to be that it doesn't matter that all we need actually is like a dead cold body in the president's chair. As long as we, like liberals never ask themselves, why has it gotten to this moment, right? Yeah. Are they themselves complicit, right? In in this in this fact that as they say this is the most important election of our lifetimes why does why is it always the it most always important election? is you know it always, it always is. is it's always it going to be the most important election <laughs> do you think anybody's ever looked at an election said like in, that's in that world in you know the electioneering world and it's just like you know like. This is just kind of a mid-range election. <laughs> this is a mid-range election. Right <laughs> it's just kind of, this is honestly, honestly, this is kind of an inconsequential one. It's mid. Uh, Nobody's sure. ever billed a, an election that one. <laughs> <laughs> but if it's the most important election of our lifetime, that suggests that there was a least important election of our lifetime. <laughs> That's first true. first election was maybe the least. least that is true, <laughs> man, my brother. That means that we are all getting more and more insane as we all get older. Yeah. yeah. No wonder I'm wearing a heart monitor. Gone. <laughs> the fucking... I, I, I don't know. I guess this kind of just, like, what I was trying to, like, get at here, and I was trying to understand, like, wh why would John Kirby say that the IDF is a better military <laughs> than the United States? I cannot wrap my fucking mind around that, man. What does that mean? <laughs> there is something there that is correct. Like, you know what? You know what? Actually, if you look at it in a terrifyingly dark way... If you look at the army, the U.S. Army, like just as like, you know, a tool of empire and all it does is slaughter people around the world and it has yeah. no aims at all about, I mean, all this shit. Then, yeah, I guess like the IDF at slaughtering and genociding people, you know, if we're talking just like, I guess, uh, just relatively, I mean, I guess, I mean, as John Kirby saying, that's what we wish we could do. You know what I mean? Like, I don't are they, understand. Are, are they saying that we should aspire to have yeah, child yeah. generals? <laughs> yeah. Like, child soldier? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I don't know, man. It's a... Uh, I don't know. It's, it's, it reminds me of that quote that Biden said when um, 15 9-11s. He talked about October 7th and 15 9-11s. Like, just this constant, like reminding americans that you should care about israel because they're our little brother in the middle east you know you know what i mean <laughs> jokes on you i hate you <laughs> yeah and anything associated with you united states 
if I had to take a stab at like the theoretical underpinnings here, like I do genuinely think that the United States is kind of cooked, like ideologically <laughs> speaking. Like I don't really? think there's much in the tank. Like I just think that like all the various strands and substrands of conservatism and liberalism and everything, they've been exhausted. And so I do kind of feel in a way and this this makes sense with the way that you see them talk about the border and their emphasis on the border at this very moment. I do kind of feel like it just makes sense for them to just like you know how you graft a plant? Just like slice out a part of the Israeli like political DNA and then just kind of try to graft it onto the American one as a way to like kind of reinvigorate it. And like that's the that's the liberals project. Like they don't because they have this blind spot on this issue, right? Like because they have this this one sort of uh, inability to see this for what it is, they don't realize, or maybe they do realize, and they've just rationalized it in different ways. But they are basically fostering the same right wing ethno nationalism that the the MAGA people want, and the Josh Hollies of the world want, and and et cetera, Ron DeSantis of the people of the world want. Like, they are basically fostering the same thing in America so that you do get a kind of, like, liberal, conservative alliance in the pursuit of blood and soil nationalism. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you know, it makes me think about, um, you know, fuck John Fetterman, but he said something that um I thought was fascinating. He said a couple of weeks ago that, uh, or months ago, whatever, that Israel is sort of an example, I guess, of what progressives, like everything that progressives fight for and believe in, right? Um, he would think, why wouldn't they support Israel? It's a perfect example of the society they envision. It was something like that. And it was like, yeah, it was just a fascinating quote. And it was kind of like, yeah, man, I guess like if we are barreling, you know, towards like like uh, this climate apocalypse and, you know, as we talked with, though, as we talked with Alex on the show about uh, Israel, uh, Palestine being sort of petri dish, right, or or a rehearsal, right, for the rest of the twenty uh, first century and for you know um, domestic policy, like it's like these people are like not even doing it in such a way that like they're differentiating themselves from the right wing, you know, like it's the same talking points, like it's the same racism, the same yeah. complete disregard for Muslims, you know, and Arab and Arabs, like the fact that people are like, well, if they don't vote for them, they can enjoy their their camps, you know. When Trump get gets elected, yeah, and it's like they have this idea that Israel, for some reason, is this like, like multiracial, pluralistic democracy in the Middle East that we should strive to be towards. But yeah. also on the flip side, deeply dark down, I think they they're totally. I mean, I don't know if I could say enjoy, but they're they want that that limity that limited um that limitation of mobility right they want like a captive populace right yeah these are the motherfuckers who live in the suburbs in buckhead bro you know what i mean who don't have to be bothered right with um with anyone with uh, south atlanta right with people well, you know what i'm trying to say like yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. like yeah. like it's like on both ends like israel is a perfect kind of project for them because it fosters like their fascistic tendencies and this bullshit liberal progressivism that they you know what i'm saying that yeah, they think they believe in right <laughs> You're exactly right, and you see this in the way that you you hear the word like indigenous Jews, like that's the way that's the term they throw around to like justify the Zionist project that like they're indigenous to that area, and like it works for them because by definition that means they are liberal, like by yeah. definition they are an acceptable form of in, indigeneity, 
that mm. like um that is not really real it's kind of like a, a deconstructed and then reified form of like indigeneity that like has a very like murky opaque history very tenuous um yeah. it allows them to be both critical of european colonialism but also continue doing you know european colonialism under and, under indigeneity yeah exactly yeah. and and so i guess that's why like a guy that's a, that's a very fascinating quote that's why a guy like fetterman would see it as the perfect like uh, sort of apogee of like liberal values um and that's why that's what that's what gets it so what is so absurd absurd and surreal about the press conferences because this is why this, i finally landed on what it is it's so fucking crazy about them. <laughs> what's so crazy about them is that you go and you watch them basically speak from the point of view of another government that's what's so weird because they're not like speaking the other, they're like not the, speaking oh, from the point of view of the united states government they are speaking from the point of view of the israeli government like everything yeah. they do and say like like they are Basically, like, again, I know this sounds like people will say this is like anti-Semitic, right? Like the fact, oh, Israel controls the United States. That's not what I'm saying at all. Mm. I'm saying the I'm saying the United States is so sort of like bankrupt ideologically and uh, materially and all these other ways mm. that they have to absorb Israel's sort of like politics and mission yeah. and raison d'etre. To be able to socially reproduce, to be able yeah. to put more gas in the tank. Yeah. It's not a question of Israel like controlling the United States. Yeah, Israel's like our blood boy. It's our blood boy, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, That's exactly yeah. right. Yeah, it's it's a question boy. of the United States using... Like that little freaky billionaire dude's trying <laughs> yes. to be 18 again? That is 1,000% yes. correct. That's such a good point, dude. That's yeah. such a good point, yo. Well, in so many ways, because it's like, like, like whether it's literally like technically the palestine laboratory the fact that like palestine is a petri dish right for all of these uh, uh dystopian cyberpunk technologies that then come back but ideologically as well right you know and yeah. because we don't like you said terrence we don't got nothing left right they're like well like this shit popping on over there maybe exactly. we should be maybe we should be more like that maybe we should just cut the pretense exactly you know what i mean striving for a multiracial pluralistic social democracy I mean, they didn't, even, they didn't even imagine that term social democracy, but we should stop striving for that shit and just do what they're doing, you know? Well, it's perfect. It's perfect for them because you've got the Mizrahi who aren't European descendant. Mm -hmm. They are descended from the Middle East, from Iraq, from Yemen, from uh, Libya, if you know what I mean, from other parts yeah. of the Arab world. Like, it's perfect for them because then they can conscript that into the ethno-nationalist project. Yeah. And it's the same principle in the United States. Mm -hmm. Um but like I don't I guess just to reiterate just to once again like put a fine point on it it's like Israel doesn't ha does not have the resources they don't have the power the influence or whatever to to tell the United States what to do like that's that is that's just not possible it'd be like if mm -hmm. New Jersey went you know was holding a gun to the entire rest of the world like that's not exactly yeah. that's not possible yeah. what it is it is a question of the United States itself its political framework its hegemonic structures all these institutions having no future and being totally terrified of the future and conscripting the Israeli, like, like I said, grafting on their sort yeah. of like frameworks and, and ideologies, racial ideologies onto the United States one uh, to then onto the United States body politic to buy it some more fucking time. Dude, you just I just thought about this, yo. OK, like that grafting concept, right? The fact that, you know, um, people know that 
Nazis, right? Um, a lot of their ideas, right, um, for the Holocaust, right? They got from early, I think, was nineteenth century, like American yeah. immigration, right? Okay, right. So yeah, America, right? The Nazis took that shit, right? <laughs> <laughs> then, then we took shit from the Nazis, right? Yep. Like especially like in, in West Germany and surveillance, especially. I don't think people know that. Like computerized surveillance system, the first one, um, one of the first computerized surveillance systems was in West Germany, right? Right. And then, like Israel, like took shit from america and the nazis mm -hmm. and now that we are just decadent and bloated and like there's yes. nothing left we're You're taking hardening back, back. Yes. yo yep, that's yep. so that's it so is bizarre, it dude. is this weird game of like telescoping or telegraphing across history you're exactly right like the nazis take the nazis crib notes from the american ethnos uh ethnostate supremacist project israel t takes and cribs notes from the nazis United States takes it back from Israel it, because that way it gives them plausible deniability, right? It's yeah. a way to distance ourselves from our own past. It's a way yeah. to say that, like, it's a way to, to sweep slavery under the rug. It's a way to sleep to sweep manifest destiny and the extermination of the natives under the, the mm. under the rug. It's a way to both distance ourselves from our past, but also harken back to the past in a way that, like, says, like, oh, well, we're still great, yeah. or 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 we can return to. Uh, the Bidenomics, like, uh, oh, we're trying to reproduce the Fordist family wage system. We're trying to beat neoliberalism, right? Like, it's it's a way to both co-opt the past and also negate it. Yeah. It's very yeah. that's a very fascinating. <laughs> weird, uh, oh man, I don't know. I, and I'm not saying any of these people are doing this intentionally. I don't think John no. Kirby and Biden definitely not. Those guys are fucking. <laughs> Biden is asleep no. at that hour. Yeah, no. That, but I think that like that's the structural imperative of the entire thing and i think that that's what makes the co the press conference is so fucking frustrating to watch right it's just like i i i don't like watch these like i'm not an israeli citizen like why yeah. Yeah. and you aren't either right so it's like yeah. why yeah. are you out here saying that like israel's military is like <laughs> granted i don't give a fuck about the american military either but like why are you out here saying that like it's just it's just this weird cheerleader for another country. Yeah. These are these are basically the Spartans, one of the <laughs> finest fighting forces the world's ever known. So we talking about Gal Gadot and a bunch of fucking nineteen year olds. Okay, and they're not. It's just like the only thing that they have is they have the capacity for un bridled cruelty and like yeah. piggishness and you know what i'm saying just yeah. like just yeah. i don't know man the thing i i don't know if y'all saw that but like haaretz posting that um publishing that uh it was like a recipe cookbook for like things you can cook use uh using things you found inside a palestinian's abandoned home did y'all see bro, that bro dog Again, Are you fucking serious? Again, again, like I mentioned earlier, they're so removed from the rest of society and just basically just all Holy the tenets shit. of being a fucking decent human being. It's crazy, That man. you can't even understand why that would be completely disgusting. You know what I mean? Yeah. This Jesus is why, fucking Christ, this, I don't. I genuinely am concerned. <sighs> you know, just to like, I know we're wrapping up here, but like, to put a fine bow on where my head was at in October and November, but the full scope of this 
Like, do you really think that on a global scale, this is going to be just like worked out or hashed out like reasonably? <laughs> like, this is an issue that requires so much like delicacy. It's so hard to talk about in America. Um, yeah. Like, granted, more people, more and more people are coming around to the Palestinian cause. However, it's still very difficult to talk about with just like a lay person because of all the historical baggage here. Um, mm. uh, for the Holocaust, for example, the historical uh, baggage of anti-Semitism. And so it's like very difficult to talk about this. Do you think that like this is going to play out on a global scale with like those sort of like delicate issues, uh, you know, being able to be attended to? Mm-hmm. Like, dude, I don't know. Like whenever I think about this in the long term, it's like. If that if that um, if that kind of cruelty, like that that th- like genuinely like I saw a video the other day of an IDF soldier just on a whim just laughing with his friends, shooting rockets at Palestinian pa- apartment blocks apartment complex just having fun having fun with the boys just taking down fucking apartment complexes and laughing. That degree of cruelty and hideousness is allowed to continue and not only that it's not only going to be allowed to continue but like once their project in gaza if they are allowed to finish it that those people can then just go on and live normal lives you know what i'm saying that they can just like go on and like you know see out the rest of their days imagine the aldo rain the closing of inglorious bastards (laughs) i mean truly think about that like if the nazis had won if no one stopped them like is there anyone to stop israel yeah. Like there is no large state like threatening to stop what they're doing. In fact, the largest, most well-armed, wealthiest nation in the history of humanity is backing it full hilt. It's egging egging them on. And backing and them. and not yes, not only egging them on, but basically by their press conferences and daily statements and their inability to do anything to even counter Trump, they are basically saying, "Americans, you should act like this too." You yeah. should do this too, especially when yeah. it comes to the border, when it yeah. comes to other Ex- people. E- like they're, they're exactly. basically encouraging Americans, you should do this too. These are yeah. your homes. This is yeah. your land. You should yeah. take it by force. You should be cruel. You should be absolutely piggish in doing it. I mean, it's... Dude, it, it reminds um, me... Um, I know we're closing out, but I, um, I'm i reading this... Uh, I mentioned that collection of J.G. Ballard short stories, and I read one... I'm still working through it, and I read one yesterday that... Uh, it's haunting, man. It's called The Killing Ground. And it takes, he wrote it, I guess, in 1969. And it takes place in, like, I guess this near future um, where America, um, the Vietnam War has spiraled out of control. And now America is at war with the entire world, you know. Mm. And there are these English uh, rebels that are fighting Americans, um, um, like many other countries around the world are fighting American forces. And the way he describes the American forces, right, that they just overwhelm, right, everyone with the technology, right, from the air especially. And, you know, I was reading that, man, and I was thinking, like, how just you were talking about, like, how will this end, right? Like, I mean, there's no one to stop Israel. And I don't know, it just reminded me of the story, this, just in, this, the entire world engulfed, right, by this, like, conflict that arose because... I mean, for many different reasons, but mostly because nobody was there to stop it or nobody decided to stop it, you know? Yeah. And at the end of the story, like, you know, all the characters end up dying and it's pointless, you know? Like all this mass killing and mass death that, I mean, could easily be stopped tomorrow, you know? You know? Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know, dude. It's just, no, I mean, like you I, said, go, go ahead, Turns. I just, I think you're right. I think that just Israel is the 
the the thing that simultaneously um, completes the liberal worldview and disrupts it and subverts it. It is it's simultaneously those two things. It's kind of fascinating. Yeah. Yeah, it, it it, 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 like I said, it, it completes the liberal worldview because they have the political form of liberalism, like a parliamentary democracy. But it also subverts it because it is a settler colonial project that is openly that, but then like has to be laundered and reproduced in the Americas as not that. Yeah. And so I I don't know, man. It is just um, the implications of it. I, the scope and the scale of it are, if you think about it for longer than like we've done here an hour, like you'll start to kind of go insane a little bit. Yeah, it will terrify you. Yeah, I mean it's, I don't know, I I, I don't know, man. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Are we all becoming third worldists? Like that yeah, tweet, pro- the tweet that Tom sent today about the zone of interest. Yeah. Is that uh? Are we all are we all becoming? Are we all third worlds out? Because like there was, I saw this, I saw this thing, um. I saw this tweet, and I don't know. It looked like it was like in a peer-reviewed journal. It looked pretty well sourced, but like the average American dog, like in terms of like caloric intake, uh, in terms of like happiness and protection and well-being, I think like the average American dog has like a better life than like the average like African or average Palestinian. It's like, it's just, like you read stuff like that and you're like. All right, man. Maybe I should. Um... And don't get me wrong. I'm happy that the boys are eating good, but <laughs> yeah. it's, Bro, that's like, it is it is grotesque. It is yeah. like this. It's like my mom, man. Um, in Jamaica, you know, my parents, you know, had a dog. In Jamaica, like I'm assuming in a lot of countries, like it's not that dogs aren't pets. You know, like of course they are, but you know, they also have a role, like a purpose. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. They were bred for a reason, and yeah. like they're like, brings okay, this back is full be- circle to the opening. <laughs> I, no, I ain't going back. I, I can't go back. No. But dude, like my mom would be like, you know, um, like you know, when it came to him, Eric, I'd be like, yo, these like white people carry their not even have their dogs in the front seat with them in the car, but they carry them in stores. They have them in their bags and shit like that. You uh-huh. know what I mean? Like these dogs are living better than us, you know. And I was like, mm-hmm. you know, now yeah, that's a. That is true. That, that they should be. Listen, man, we should all live like a dog. We should Everybody all have, we should yeah, all, everyone yeah. should live like a dog. Yeah. I'm not saying that you know you look at your dog and be like, all right, I got a strap of suicide vest to my dog. And like, <laughs> in. I'm not saying that. Um, but di- all right, final. All right, let's start closing out here. Um, uh, but final thing I wanted to mention: uh, Did you see the Trump statement saying that he would, if he was elected president, he would encourage Putin? to do whatever the hell he wants to any NATO country that doesn't pay its bills. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> You're not beating the charges, is it? <laughs> I hate that he says stuff like that because it keeps the liberals in business. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's, it really does. It really, it, it also, it is also a fascinating thing. Like, I've been conditioned with too many fucking, like, Disney movies and, like, uh, Star Wars <laughs> stuff growing up. But, like, it's a fascinating concept that if Trump gets elected... Trump's uh, America switches from being the good empire to like the bad empire. The bad empire. Yeah, we've uh, we've aligned with with Putin now. It's like 
It's just like this thing that like America can be this like transmogrified thing from yeah, every four years. As if America's neutral, but it's just about <laughs> who's in power. You know what I mean? Right. Like America can be viewed, but it depends on what in what light and what yeah, from what angle. Like, like what are the press conferences gonna be under a Tref Trump administration? Like there won't be a Matthew Miller. Matthew Miller Matthew Miller, by the way, started in Bob Menendez's office. He'll probably just go back to working for Bob Menendez. Yeah, for old Bob Did he? Uh, Gold Bars Menendez. <laughs> yeah. Didn't like, Trump stop doing press conferences for like a year or some shit? But like but wouldn't his maybe. I would have to assume though that like his the Pentagon, like the national security uh, state would still have to do those, you know, Matthew Miller, John Kirby type things. Ostensibly, nah, why, right? Why maybe they? not. Why, why would they? Why maybe, would they? Right? <laughs> maybe maybe, maybe they, just, they can just stop. He's just like, yo, maybe don't show up. Maybe that gets at another part of the absurdity of, of these things, which is like, why do they even still keep fucking doing them if they're just going to say the same three fucking lines over and over Dude, again? It's very Kafkaesque, yo. Yeah. It's very Kafkaesque because it's just like there's no progress being made. We're only learning about more horrifying details that the United States not only refuses to do anything about, but encourages. Right. And you're forced to watch this every day yeah you know like why like if i was john kirby i would just wake up like i actually mentioned uh i mentioned uh i saw um i saw this video yeah it's that video with john kirby and i had i mentioned something like yo you could easily just replace these people with generative ai and deep fakes i know you know and the troubling thing is not because of misinformation um or 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 anything like that just because they are so soulless and repetitive and formulaic that I it don't see like why John, John Kirby just doesn't get like a computer engineer. Or Biden just doesn't get it. Why don't they just do that shit with Biden, bro? If they're they're so worried about deep fakes, yo, just like <laughs> just, just make him look not even younger, just alert. You know what I mean? Just open his eyes a little bit more. Yeah. <laughs> it was like how FDR They're trying like, when he was, with they're plastic trying. surgery, like they keep fucking like making his skin even more fucking like like peel like, like I want back. I want to tell y'all something them goddamn veneers that look like piano keys and like the <laughs> weirdly tight faces and stuff that's the new like uh, wrinkles and and cellulite and stuff yes like it's yeah. best just to just to age, age gracefully just let age yourself gracefully. age man now I, I say this as I'm getting ready to go to Turkey and get a hair transplant but yes <laughs> do as I say not as I do. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's a total tangent. But yeah, you're you're exactly right, Aaron. Like, why even keep still having the fucking press conferences? Like, why, why just just if you're just Don't gonna go. keep saying Israel has a right to defend itself, I reject the premise of the question. There's a false equivalency. That's what Matthew Miller said actually the other day. There's a false equivalency in your question. Um, yeah, all about- you're doing by continuing to have these are raising the likelihood that I will scout Matthew Miller. <laughs> <laughs> and not for nothing, talk about a man that could stand to go to Turkey himself. You ain't fooling nobody that. You ain't fooling nobody that goddamn hairline. Like you were endangering your own life by continuing to have these press conferences. Yeah. All right my my heart is taking too much damage today. This this show is not going to last another three or four years just because my heart's going to explode. Yeah, not not because you know we're going to disband. It's just like Terrence's heart. I just can't fucking be like that that guy in widespread panic that died during their set. Yes. Yeah, dude. Just. You're just gonna, I'm just gonna be in the middle of laughing about some pervert like jerking off on a picnic table in like Iowa and just be like, ha, ha. me and Aaron just gonna be like, bro, is he dead? Is he fucking dead. <laughs> That's gonna be a day where like Terrence has to like turn off his uh, his video. 
Cause like his internet some shit. Uh, he's not gonna be saying anything for like thirty minutes. And me and Tommy right. be like, "Yo, like, just keep going." All right, all right. I guess we good. <laughs> all right. And then we'll Bro. next week we'll prop you up like weekend at Bernie's. Jitter to my eye. To use my voice. To, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, all right, shit. gang. Um, please, I would like to encourage everyone. Please go support us on Patreon. Um, we need your support. I look. This, I would like to make more money. That's I'm going to be blatantly... I'm going to be candid with you all. I would like to make more money, okay? I'm just going to straight up tell you. I just want some more money. Can you just Money's please nice. support my Patreon? I just want a little <laughs> more money. Please. A little bit more money. Money is money buys things like food. <laughs> like healthcare. <laughs> you know, I like have a lot of medical debt I'd like to pay off. Please. <laughs> hey, I'm thinking about drinking again. <laughs> Tom said, "Fuck it, gotta go to Camera. Turkey and get the hair transplant too." So, <laughs> yeah, dog reality transplant and uh, <laughs> a burgeon and some burgeoning alcoholism to attend to. <laughs> um, support our habits, please. yes. Um, so please go to Patreon, p a t r e o n dot com slash Trillbilly Workers Party. The link is in the show notes. So please go click on the link and please go support us. Um, and. Uh, we would generally very much appreciate that. And it's pretty cheap. I did the math this weekend. If it's basically one episode is one dollar and twenty five cents on the Patreon. Wow. That's what you're getting. One dollar twenty five cents. That's so that's we might as well be in like nineteen forty seven or something. That's like that's like fucking that's crazy. That's like movie prices from the nineteen seventies. One dollar and twenty five cents. That's, that's like crazy. When you could buy like a whole meal for like a week. Yeah. You know I mean? <laughs> yes. That's nuts. <laughs> like, for this. Yes, for like tales of perversion and songs about <laughs> Toby Keith being a cat boy. That's crazy. <laughs> Anyways, huh. go support us on Patreon. <laughs> <Hell>. <laughs> Anyways, I just realized I'm <laughs> giving away. I need to raise the prices. All right. Anyways, thanks for listening to us, everybody. Um, we'll see you at the Patreon this weekend. <laughs> Talk to you later. Uh, yes. Bye, y'all.